Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Just like we promised last week, I'm back. Jim Hall here from 2,953 Analytics, 2,953 Analytics for those who really know, bringing you another saucy yet informative episode of Auto Line Daily, this time for Tuesday, November 16th, 2010. I can't believe it's almost nearly Thanksgiving already. And you know what else I can't believe? The amazing selection of news stories we've rounded up for you today. So let's get to it. Carlos Goen, CEO of Nissan Renault, made a bold prediction yesterday while participating in a roundtable discussion with automotive journalists. The Detroit News reports that he said the two companies plan to build 500,000 electric vehicles annually by the end of 2013. It's only three years away. He also predicted the industry will continue consolidating, though he thinks this will happen through joint ventures rather than acquisitions. Nissan plans to sell 20,000 Leafs in the United States over the next full 12 months, but that's a far cry from half a million. The rest of the volume will have to come from the two automakers' other EVs. Each is expected to offer four electric vehicles by the 2013 date. For Nissan, that's going to include a light commercial model, a small city car, and an Infiniti four-door sedan, in addition, of course, to the Leaf. The LA Auto Show kicks off this week, and we have the first reveal to share with you. Yesterday, General Motors pulled the top off the Camaro convertible. Ragtop comes with a standard 3.6-liter direct-injected V6 that produces 312 horsepower while delivering 29 miles per gallon on the highway. The SS model is available with a choice of two 6.2-liter V8 engines that will crank out a minimum of 400 horsepower. Both the 6 and the V8 come with a standard 6-speed manual transmission with a 6-speed automatic available as an option. The Camaro convertible goes on sale next February at a starting price of $30,000. Yesterday we reported that Fiat could sell a stake in Ferrari as it prepares to merge with Chrysler. And perhaps this next story is part of that process, or maybe not. According to Bloomberg, Fiat exercised an option to buy back a 5% share in Ferrari that was being held by an Abu Dhabi investment firm. The company will pay $166 million to get the stock back, which will push its share of Ferrari to 90% now. NASCAR has its car of tomorrow, and soon the lucky citizens of New York City will get to ride around in the taxi of tomorrow. The city held a competition to introduce the first ever custom-built taxi cab for the streets of New York City. And yesterday, Mayor Michael Bloomberg unveiled three finalists to be the exclusive taxi for the city over the next 10 years. The finalists include designs from Ford, which looks like a modified Transit Connect, Nissan, and a Turkish company named Carsan. The public can even vote on what kind of features they'd like to see in these taxis. The winner will be named early next year, and when the first taxi of tomorrow appears on New York streets sometime in 2014, it'll be just the taxi of today, which really takes the whole edge off the taxi of tomorrow thing, if you feel about the future as I do. The Honda Civic has always been a rock-solid little car. Its reputation for quality and efficiency has made it a popular choice around the globe. Last year, the company sold nearly 610,000 of them worldwide. Unfortunately for Honda, it's not doing very well in the Japanese market. According to the Wall Street Journal, in 2009, the company sold only 9,000 in Japan. As a result, it will no longer offer the stalwart Civic in its home market. The company's already stopped sales of the gasoline-powered version last August, and now it's going to be pulling the plug on the remaining hybrid as well. Demand has dropped in recent years, with the market moving towards smaller fit and Honda's cool minivans. Honda will still build the Civic in Japan, but it's going to be for export only. Now here is an incentive if ever I've seen one. The Detroit News reports that a car dealer in Central Florida is trying to lure used truck buyers to its showroom by giving away free AK-47 assault rifles. Sounds suspiciously like a scheme cooked up by a Missouri Hummer dealer we reported on about a year or so ago. Customers can pick up their snazzy Kalashnikov assault rifles after passing a mandatory background check and redeeming a $400 voucher. 
The coupon can also be used towards the purchase of other guns. Evidently, this is a popular incentive in the Sunshine State. Since the promotion was announced on Veterans Day, businesses more than doubled for the dealer. Now to get on this deal, you better act really fast because it only runs through the end of November. After the break, we're going to get some of John's thoughts on the redesigned 2011 Dodge Charger. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Last week, Chrysler hosted a whirlwind press event out in San Francisco. The company opened its garage doors, so to speak, and let journals sample its 2011 products from the new Dodge Durango and Journey to the redesigned C... Uh, sorry, 200. What's in a number? One of the more exciting vehicles in the Pentastar stable is the upcoming 2011 Dodge Charger. With a quick look at the exterior design, here's Johnny. Here's my instant impression of the 2011 Dodge Charger. You know, four years ago when Dodge came out with the Charger, they knew that they wanted a sporty car. They weren't going to call it a Charger. It had not been named yet. So when it did get named Charger, the designers were a little bit ticked off. They said, geez, if we had known it was going to be a Charger, we would have made it look like a Charger. So check out the styling cues that they've put into this one. First off, you'll notice how much they've brought the nose to more of a point and leaned the whole thing forward giving it a more aggressive, meaner look. Also, look how they scalloped out these nice little areas in the hood, again, to give it much more of a performance look to the vehicle. They've also raked back the windshield more. It's faster for better aerodynamics and better visibility. And they've also scalloped out this part of the door. And those of you who know the 67 and 68 Chargers are definitely going to recognize that design cue. What I love too is the hips, the shoulders that they've put on the rear quarter panel. That, of course, goes back to the 67 and 68 Charger too. And then I love what they've done with the rear end of the vehicle. The taillights really look terrific. They've got something like 164 different LED lights to really make this thing pop. One more little detail you gotta take a look at. On the back fascia, this lower valence panel really helps define where the exhaust tips are hides all the nuts and bolts hanging out from underneath the car, really puts the exhaust in a position where it should be. And man, I am so impressed with all the little changes they've made that have made the 2011 Charger really a Charger. That's right, John. The new Charger is really a nice ride. They've done a phenomenal job of channeling the essence of that 1968 to 1970 model. Wait a minute, you know, Ford's done pretty well the last few years with a special edition Mustang inspired by Frank Bullitt's ride from the movie of almost the same name. Mayhaps it's time to do a special edition all-black fill-and-killer Charger RT. Yeah, one can only hope. And don't forget to check out our special coverage of the Los Angeles Auto Show. Join us Wednesday, as in tomorrow, the 17th of November, 2010, for a special live broadcast. McElroy and Company will be bringing you the latest news from the show floor, including interviews, hot new products revealed, and a lot more. The event kicks off tomorrow afternoon at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12.30 Pacific. Again, that's Autoline Live tomorrow, November 17th, starting at 3.30 in the afternoon. You don't want to miss it. And that brings us to the denouement of today's installment of Autoline Daily. Once more, I'm Hall, James Hall, of 2953 Analytics. Thank you for watching or listening if you subscribe to the audio version of the program. Take care, and I have a sneaking suspicion you guys may see me again before the end of the week. You've been warned.